הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שדורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר הקדוש ומשבר הצמא. ובפחד רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחה, נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחנו נפגם את שמחה. נא נח נחמא נחנו נאומה זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם. We continue in Se'if Kuf Pehe, very special conversation, Sikhot Aran. We're going to get to one of the most fundamental concepts that we're going to see today. Um, a, a phrase Rabbanu said that Mamash, we have to underline, we have to, we have to live by, we have to believe with Emunah Shlema. We're going to see it at the end of this paragraph right here. But uh, we're going to see here the greatness of this Tadiq, who Mamash was unique, who made himself, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, intimate with each and every one of his followers, meaning that he gave the attention to each and every one of his followers, each and every single soul, according to what they needed, according to the remedies of their soul. And uh, Mamash, this was something unique about Rabenu, that Rabenu used to give very uh, specific advice to uh, people who were going through certain, thing, through certain things, who uh, had certain blemishes in their soul that they didn't even realize. Rabenu was uh, catering himself to each and every individual where they were standing. And this is something very unique, far beyond um, what we understand about even normal tzaddikim, even great tzaddikim. This is, this is a mystery. This is something we cannot even wrap our heads around. All the, the customs Rabenu commanded us to do, all the directives he gave us. Even these practices that seem like simple things. None of this was done according to the simple level. Meaning, you think Rabbeinu was giving us this advice at, in a, at a simple level according to low-level knowledge? Rabbeinu, when he was giving us each and every one of us, uh, the advice that we needed to do, the practices that we needed to do, there were many mysteries that are nistarot, that are hidden, and awesome, concealed from us entirely. But to us, he didn't reveal a single thing. Rabbeinu only told us to do it in simplicity. And Rabbeinu would do with this what we, uh, he would do. Meaning Rabbeinu would transform the simple act that we did into something much greater. Rabbeinu says in Chaim Oran, bring me the mortar and the bricks and I'll create for you awesome structures. Essentially, Rabbeinu is going to create from just our simple acts awesome, awesome, awesome um uh, structures in, in Avodat Hashem. He's going to create for us um, incredible, incredible schut just from the simple things that we do. As long as we apply them in simplicity, apply his advice in simplicity, Rabbeinu does awesome things with this. We cannot even imagine, even though we don't have the kavanah to accomplish this, Rabbeinu does it on his own. Rabbeinu said, just bring me the, the bricks and the uh, cement and I'll create for you the most awesome building, the most awesome houses, the most awesome things. This is the main thing, that we do the thing in simplicity. And at Rabbeinu, the tzaddik, as long as you attach yourself to the tzaddik, the tzaddik will do with this uh, the most incredible things. And even the tzaddikim of the generation will be jealous of this. Rabbeinu said that explicitly. Rabbeinu said, the, tzaddik, the tzaddikim of the generation will be jealous of the one who extended the fire to my pipe. That means even the simple things that we do just for Rabbeinu. Uh, that means uh, simple tikkun akali, we, we cannot even imagine or etc etc all the other things when you when you do before you do a mitzvah or when you when you go to the mikveh because Rabbeinu says so or you apply the advice that is written when you do things like this Rabbeinu does the most incredible things you cannot even imagine how far it goes and uh, yeah this is something very special 
Rabbeinu explicitly said in this language, and underlined this, this is so important. One of the most important things is this, in this entire sefer. Every single practice that I command you guys to do, it is it's a segula, it, it, um, it is for something much greater, and it's a rectification. It's effective for that which has passed. For the future. After the passing of this person. Even during the coming of the Mashiach. And even after that. When the, the dead will be resurrected. In the world to come. In the world to come. In the, in the time to come. Imagine that every single thing Rabbeinu says, Mamash, isn't just something that he's saying in his generation. We hear people say, oh, Rabbeinu was saying that for his generation, but now it doesn't apply. It's stupid to say such things. Mamash, a person who says something like this did not understand Rabbeinu at all. Did not understand the tzaddik at all. When Rabbeinu says something, when the tzaddik says something, when Moshe Rabbeinu says something, the Torah is forever. The Torah is, it's, for, it's eternal. The Torah is for the world to come too. Everything that Moshe Rabbeinu brought down in the Torah is emet, la'amito, and it's the way we have to apply it. The same is true of Rabbeinu, that when Rabbeinu says something, mamash, it's not only for his generation, chaz v'shalom to say such a thing. It's for everything else. Rabbeinu said things and predicted things that are happening right now before us. The, the waves of atheism that he warns us about. And all the things that he talks about. The, the koach the strength of the imagination. Every single thing Rabbeinu said, mamash, we see it unfolding before our eyes today. That's why you see more people drawing close to these teachings because Mamash Rabbeinu was saying exactly what's happening before us. So, I saw to say such a thing when Rabbeinu says maybe certain things that we might not understand. It's okay not to understand it. It's okay that it doesn't make sense to us. But to say that it doesn't apply, Asur, and it's forbidden to say such things. Rabbeinu says that everything I say are for those... Um, those who are here and those who are not here, meaning the neshamot that come later. Just like at Har Sinai, all the neshamot that would exist in the world, all the Jewish souls that would come to the world were there. Even our souls, even though we were not physically present, we, our souls were there. Same is true of the, te- uh, the teachings of Rabbeinu, the advice of Rabbeinu, that Mamash, it's for everyone. Those who were there in the room and those who were coming after. The and everything Rabbeinu directed us to do even though it seemed like something super easy and simple, it would become very difficult for a person to accomplish this. And this is a huge principle for us to understand. And even though Rabbeinu was saying it might have been simple, go to the mikveh before, go to the mikveh on days of Noah, on days when you don't want to say Tachanun, go to the mikveh before Tfilah. Even though that seemed like something simple, Rabenu, just by the fact that he said that, placed a huge heavy burden on us by the fact that there are so many obstacles now. comes to show you when a tzaddik says something, the obstacles become that much greater because he says so. And Rabbi Natan says, if Rabenu himself did not command us to do that thing which he's asking us to do, let's say the person just wanted to do it on his own volition. Without Rabbeinu asking him to do anything. It would become very easy for him to do it. But the second Rabbeinu asked us to do it and told us to do it, it would become very heavy. 
And this is why it's in the Gemara that greater is the person who does something when he's commanded to do it rather than doing it on his own. Because the second you're commanded to do it by the Torah, there's a Yetzara. And now the Yetzara makes it very difficult for you to do it. Whereas if the Torah did not command you to do it, it's easy because there's no opposition. But nonetheless, his followers would always fulfill his words constantly. Because they knew from the words of Rabenu that he was asking us to do, that they were very difficult to do, and they would force themselves very much to fulfill the words of Rabenu. They knew that it was difficult to fulfill Rabenu's words, but they forced themselves to do it. They would plead, umvakshim, and beg, meod, very much, before Hashem. They would beg Hashem about this, that He would help them fulfill the words of Rabbeinu, fulfill Rabbeinu's practices that He asked them to do. Hashem has helped them on this. Hashem has always helped them. And I heard from Rabbeinu's mouth explicitly that He said, Everything that I command you guys to do is very difficult to do. Anyone who merited to draw close to Rabenu um, sees a little bit about this. And uh, people might have their, their reservations about this tzaddik. Uh, of course, because there's a little bit of checkout within them that does not allow them to see past this, um, to see past their their sophistication and to, to delve into the writing of this tzaddik, of Rabenu. But people will say, Rabenu says it's easy. This, that. Trust me, it's not easy. All the things Rabenu asks us to do, but the fact that he asks us to do it becomes extremely difficult. And Mamash, the things that Rabenu is asking us to do are things that tzaddikim, even the greatest tzaddikim, strive to do. The greatest tzaddikim, when I mean that, I mean the greatest tanaim, amoraim. Rabbeinu is bringing us upon a new path that is mamash, something brand new. Rabbeinu says it's ancient and yet it's new. Rabbeinu says, Ani yashan mal, ani kankan chadash yashan. I'm a new flask filled with old, filled with old, old wine. Meaning what? I'm bringing you the practices in a new way, but they're very ancient. But the flask is uh, uh, very new, meaning the vessel is new. I'm telling you to do it, but to do it. I'm telling you to do these things. Wake up, Chatzot. But these are very ancient practices that go back very, very far. And Rabbeinu is saying, I'm bringing them to you in a new way. So we see here that Mamash, when Rabbeinu asks us to do something, it's not easy. You think it's easy to wake up, Chatzot? Not even, <laughs> barely any people in the generation wake up, Chatzot. Even the people studying Torah and the, the, people, that, the people that call themselves Sadiqim today, none of them wake up, Chatzot. Of course, unless we're talking about uh, those people that have the practice to wake up Chatzot, the Mekubalim, the, the breast lovers. Yeah, this is something different. But we, uh, we think that uh, the greatest Sadiqim are those with the biggest Chokhman Torah. It's not, it's not so. It's not so. And uh, there's a very big illusion to this. There's a very big uh, uh, mass to this. There's a very big concealment to this that we do not recognize where the true righteousness lies. And of course, there are people with Chokhmah and Torah we should learn from them. But nonetheless, we have to be careful and uh, really seek, uh, seek out the truth. And Ba'uch Hashem, when we have a tzaddik like Rabenu, Ramash giving us practices like this, how can we not apply them? Rabenu did not have any rest all his days, even one single moment. 
Rabbeinu was fighting the wars of God at every single moment, in any single given instant. If Rabbeinu was repairing thousands of souls every single day, imagine what we're talking about here. That it's not, uh, it's not a simple task. Rabbeinu was mamash fighting every single day for each and every neshama, doing tshuva for each and every soul. It's, uh, some, it's a task that is beyond understanding, beyond understanding that... Uh, Imagine the heaviness upon this tzaddik that he has to go through all this for, for us. It's impossible to go on to length about this, to speak about this for many different reasons. And this is one of the main subjects for the great opposition that was created around Rabbeinu. But nonetheless, Hashem Yitbarach was always at Rabbeinu's aid. Was always helping Rabenu. And Hashem and God was helping Rabenu go from one level to the next and attaining new perceptions that are even higher that have never been heard of nor been seen. And even now, still today, there's a heaviness that's placed on us that prevents us from studying Rabenu's holy works. And there's so many obstacles around this. Even one who knows about Rabenu, who knows that Rabenu is Mamash the Tzadik. And he wants to study this Farim of the Tzadik. He has such a heaviness and so many obstacles. Very much, as is known naturally to us. Raminatan says like this. Still today, the light is concealed and it's hidden. Nobody knows. And uh, even we don't know. But Baruch Hashem, that at least we know we don't know. Um, even honestly, Rabbeinu told Rabbeinatan, you don't even know what you don't know. So maybe we're there. But uh, who knows. Um, nonetheless, Mamash, the light of the tzaddik is concealed. And it's our job to spread it as much as possible. To spread these practices, to spread this wisdom, the simplicity of uh, Rabbeinu's teaching, so that Bezrat Hashem, more people can draw close to Hashem, and serve Him Be'emet. That's it for today, and we'll continue next podcast with Seif Kuf Be'vav.